Nikki and Tommy. Tommy and Nikki, whatever you want to call them, they're here. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. March 21st in the year 2020, three years ago, was the first day that I did a live broadcast. At the time, it wasn't called Chef AJ Live. It wasn't a show. I was just trying to create a sense of community and connection because of making a lot of noise, Nick, and that's making my camera go away. So hold up, because I got to do this introduction. So what happened is, is it became a real show. And now let me tell you how many episodes we have done. This is today is episode number 14. 138. Can you believe it? 1,438 shows later, I'm still doing this every day. There's at least one show every day. There's been times where there's been at least five. So if this is something that you find value in, my favor to ask you is just please subscribe to my YouTube channel. It would mean a lot to me because I'm almost at 200,000 subscribers and I would love to achieve that goal. So this starts our fourth year of Chef AJ Live. And because it's the third Tuesday of the month. It's time for Vinegar and Spice and Everything Nice, where Thomas Allen of California Balsamic and Nick DeVorn of Local Spicery bring you healthy, delicious SOS-free recipes. And the theme today is coconut. Please welcome them to the show. Hello, Nick. Hello, Thomas. Good morning, Chef. Good morning. Hi, Nick. Always a pleasure to see you. How uh, how hard is it raining out there, Thomas? Oh, it's just pouring down rain here and we're glad to have it because the uh, peach tree in the backyard and all the flowers coming up on my table here. These are some uh, hyacinth that we got from our garden this morning and they smell so good. I love the spring. It's my favorite time of year. Well, we, haven't seen, we haven't seen spring yet. We still have snow on the ground up by our house. And uh, this, I think today is going to be our last really big day of rain from the atmospheric rivers. Thank goodness. That is so, you yeah. guys have weird weather up here. You know, Chef, this is, you came at the most unusual time. We haven't had this bizarre weather really in 15 years or more. So that you've moved to the Sacramento Bay Area this time, uh, you know, recently. It's just, this is not normal. So be it, be it and this is just the way it is for this year only. I hope so, because I sure miss the warm weather. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, if the weather is the same next year, you get your money back. So that's good. Oh, great. All right. Hey, Thomas, you know, actually a question came in from you from a viewer named Walter. I don't know if you want to take it now or another time, but it's a real live question came in and you might have covered this on other episodes, but maybe you can go into it at least briefly. And where did it go? I saw, oh, here it is. It's from Walter. And she said, hi, she, sorry, he said, hi, Thomas. Can you explain how you make your amazing balsamics and how do you come up with new flavors? Well, the first part's easy. We don't make the balsamic, even though the name is slightly misleading for the name of our business, California Balsamic, people do assume that we actually make the balsamic. But of course, 
All balsamic vinegar is made in Modena, Italy, or Modena, as they like to call it. And um, so the vinegar is made there. Just like the Champagne region of France is where they make champagne, balsamic vinegar is made in Modena, Italy, because, well, it's been made there uh, for the last 700 years. So to call it balsamic vinegar, it has to be made in Modena. And then we, in turn, uh, flavor it with whatever we like. Um, and over the years, um, customers, but primarily my wife Ethel and our staff members uh, with suggestions from our customer base say, you know, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? And, and of course, I look at Nick's line of SOS free herbs and spices and say, give me, let's look at those. So it's all based on what ingredients are available in our little town. And that really makes all the difference because if a product, if an ingredient is not readily available, then we just can't, you know, depend on with the supply chain problems that we are having these days. Um, we just go to the supermarket and look to see what could we use that is available here at the supermarket. But like you, t you just take one of Nick's spices and just mix it with the, one of the flavors in the blender. That's it. Well, we experiment doing that. And of course we experiment. We just look at Nick's spices and herbs and saying, what could we use? Well, you gave me the, the first one, uh, the Italian. seven herb Italian. You said, make me an Italian. I said, well, I'm not sure what's in there, but Nick sure should be able to tell, help me out. And I looked on his website, bingo. The Italian herbs and the Soli del Toscano, bingo. We've got seven herb Italian. So, um, and we use Nick's pumpkin and we use Nick's Persian lime. Uh, so, and there'll be more to come in the future. Wow, a marriage made in heaven. Thank you. <laughs> so it worked, it worked out really well, but it's all uh, trial and error on everything. Um, where some things work, some things don't. And we've introduced several flavors and three, four years later, we discontinued them just because overall uh, the, it just weren't popular enough. And, and, the, and so we just discontinued them. Nice. You know, it's sunny. Your flavor today is coconut and I don't use it a lot, but I used it the other day. Cause are you familiar with the machine called the Ninja creamy that makes the best scoopable vegan ice cream? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, it's actually on sale tomorrow for my birthday. They're giving 22% off just for that day, but I love making Dole Whip and I love putting your coconut vinegar on as like the, the sauce. And that's exactly right. And, and one of the things that we've always told people about, um, this is the coconut balsamic here, and I'm gonna put a tablespoon of the coconut into uh, the soda. And then normally I would also wanna put in a little bit of the uh, uh, pineapple balsamic, but we ran out of it. So I'm putting in a little bit of the mandarin orange. So this is gonna be an orange coconut combination, about a tablespoon of each into a glass of soda water, regular water, whatever you want, lightly stir it up and you've got an absolutely delicious beverage that is so easy and so good to do. And especially in the hot summer days uh, when we're, you know, when you're thirsty and you want something light and refreshing without too many calories, that works. Nice. Okay. Well, you know, uh, Chef, um, you said your birthday is tomorrow. Congratulations. Um, any plans for tomorrow? 
We're going to Zest, and Nick is joining us. Zest Kitchen in Rockland. It's a vegan restaurant. She creates SOS-free specials every month for us, and they're letting me bring my own birthday cake. <laughs> now, Chef, if you weren't going to the uh, to the restaurant with friends, what's one of your favorite meals for a birthday uh, dinner or you know, meal? It's funny, I'm so boring, but my favorite meal is always going to be Hannah Yams roasted with broccoli. And I, you know, that's just what I want. Oh, you know what else I love is pho or pho. There is another restaurant here that does SOS free. Uh, I don't know if you've tried it, Nick. It's called What's it called? Faux Fresh. And I'm hoping to have him on the show. He makes the best faux or pho that I've ever had. I would, I could eat faux every day if somebody would make me that broth. And he makes it SOS free. No, that's a funny idea. I like that. Good for you. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know, when you're getting old, two weeks ago, Chef, I did tell you that I sneezed and threw my back out. I was out of it for three days until Ethel got me an appointment with her chiropractor and he was able to bend me like a pretzel and, and give me a whole bunch of stretching lessons. But I've been wearing a, 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 a belt a back brace here now for the last two weeks. And boy, when a sneeze does that, ugh, you know you're getting older much faster. Oh, boy. That's the way it is, and all is good. Nick, you don't have any back trouble, do you? Oh, from time to time, usually if I just push it too hard. Way it is being an old guy. Yep. <laughs> but with all the work you do at the at your manufacturing facility, lifting all of those things, you know, I just it's just part of the business, you know. Yeah. Well, I I, I do a lot. Of, I like to work a lot in the yard too. I like to uh, I do construction. Uh, I've always, I've always relied on my back pretty hard. I've been pretty hard on it, but sometimes you push it too hard and you got to take a break. And over the last uh, 20 years, I have to think that I've lifted uh, at least a thousand tons of cases of balsamic and had three hernia surgeries, uh, because I've just abused, you know, lifting so much boxes, cases of uh, glass bottles, you know, weigh about 25 pounds and all the hundreds and hundreds of festivals that we're going to, we're lifting the boxes up and putting them on a cart and then putting them into the thing. It's just a mass amount of lifting uh, every time we go to a festival. So now um, it's kind of taken a toll on my back, but um, you know, price of doing a fun business, doing something we love. Sounds like the spices would be easier to lift than the vinegar. They weigh less. <laughs> I, I, you know, maybe it's diet, too, because so many spices are anti-inflammatories. Nick, do you know that I have a regular show every month just about spices? It's called Healing Spices with Dr. Sunil Pai. You should watch it because he goes into I, I the, do. I, yeah. I, and I both listen to it. Yeah, it's very fascinating when he gets into the medicinal uh, purposes of spices. Yeah, no, it is. It's just, they, they're, they're pretty amazing when you, when you think about them. Yep. So you're going to make a curry, Thomas? Well, I'm going to do, um, um, we're going to do, uh, primarily coconut is our theme today, although we will use a little curry uh, later on. Um, but the first uh, dish today is from a very nice young lady, Kelly Vollmer. Thank you, Kelly, for donating this recipe. It's a, it's a basically a fruit salad uh, with our coconut balsamic. And here's what Kelly says in her email that she sent to us. Good afternoon, Tommy and Ethel. 
I have made a tropical fruit salad in a Persian lime with the coconut and the Persian lime balsamic. I made a huge fruit salad, as you will see with the ingredients, but obviously you can make it as small or big as you need. Here's what I used. A whole small watermelon cubed, a whole fresh papaya, pineapple cubed, a whole papaya cubed, two whole fresh mangoes cubed, four kiwis cut into bite-sized pieces, a quarter cup of coconut balsamic, and a quarter cup of mixed Persian lime balsamic, and three tablespoons of lime juice and shredded coconut. And for ours also, you know, we've got this beautiful mango here we got at the store. And so we were able to get a couple of them. When we went to the store, Ethel said, I'd like to get two or three mangoes. And they ended up bringing out a case of them. They were so beautiful with the color in them. She bought the whole case and we took them to work and gave them to the employees because, well, besides being delicious and good for you, they're beautiful. So um, add all the cubed fruit to a large bowl, add the balsamic vinegars and lime juice, refrigerate for a few hours uh, to overnight. We made ours last night so they could sit overnight. I put mine into mason jars overnight, served with shredded coconut on top, enjoy. And that's from Kelly Vollmer. And here's what we have for that dish as a small portion. And we, of course, made a great big bowl of it. It must have had a cup of juice in the bottom of it as it sat overnight. So that's really nice because the juice in, with all that fruit and balsamic is absolutely delicious. So you could just take, pour some of that juice out into spoonfuls and enjoy it by itself. So. That's our, that's our fruit breakfast <laughs> to start the day. Looks okay. really good. So that's the first one, easy squeezy. Now, the second one here is also a kind of, <coughs> is, is a blend of a coconut mini muffin. And the ingredients on this one are eight pitted dates soaked in a quart, in a half a cup of plant-based milk. We always use our almond milk a cup of almond flour, a very ripe banana, tablespoon of vanilla, a tablespoon of uh, coconut balsamic, two teaspoons of baking powder, a cup of shredded coconut, a tablespoon of chia seeds, and two cups of whole rolled oats. Now you preheat the oven to 350. In a food processor, Mix the flour, banana, vanilla, balsamic, baking powder, dates with the plant-based milk and the coconut. In a separate large bowl, mix the chia seeds and the whole rolled oats. So now you blend the stir in the food processed ingredients. After you've blended the, all the goodies in the food processor, uh, you mix that into the bowl with the rolled oats and the chia seeds, mix it well. You drop into mini cupcake bite-sized pans or silicone bite-sized pans. Um, and, and you can top that with a little bit of your uh, cocoa, coconut flakes and then drop into the mini uh, pans, uh, pop it in the oven at 350, bake them for 20 minutes and then check for doneness with a toothpick. Make sure it comes out clean. Let them sit a few minutes before you let them cool down and enjoy them. So uh, here's the <coughs> cute little mini muffins with the coconut on top. 
And there's just wonderful and easy. You can freeze those. You can take them with you on a trip. Mm -hmm. And you can have one now for breakfast. Thank you, my darling. Enjoy that. The coconut bag. And, oh, we used the, uh, the, the shredded coconut we used is from Let's Do Organic, unsweetened shredded coconut, 100% organic, reduced fats. And it's from Sri Lanka, which I'm surprised to see out there. Um, but I think it said here the email site was edwardandsons.com is where that came, but I think we got that at, at the co-op or just probably a Trader Joe's, something like that would have something like this. So good product here. It's a little bit finer coconut shaving than, than traditional. Chef, are you a fan of uh, shredded coconut? I do. I mean, it's really high in fat, you know, so I try not to eat it too much. They also have a, a reduced fat coconut that you can buy as well, but I do enjoy the taste of coconut. And Kelly is watching live. Why don't you tell her what she gets for you using her recipe? And then maybe other people will send in their recipes. Kelly, I'm so happy you're watching this. So you're going to be getting two complimentary eight ounce bottles of balsamic. Please send us an email at orders at californiabalsamic.com and tell me what you'd like for your two um, eight ounce bottles uh, and uh, your address and we'll pop them into the mail today for you and you'll have them in just a couple of days. So thank you again for your recipe. Yeah. When you put it on the website, do you also put the person's name? That we just put their first name uh, on there. We don't put their whole name, but just to, we, we, it was, it'll say Kelly on it. So Kelly, you probably have a lot of paparazzi coming to your door soon because of that recipe. So just beware. <laughs> warning you. Yeah. No, because for the muffins, I just wasn't seeing who, uh, who it I just made it up. Well, Ethel, that's basically, it's Ethel's. Uh, oh, so, but, but, should, but does, so does Ethel get two free bottles then? She gets a big kiss. <laughs> All right. Nice. Nice. Thank you. Looks good. Okay. Nick, it's all yours, my friend. Well, thank you, Thomas. Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> um, today, uh, I'm going to do a, a curry soup. It's a spicy curry soup that comes from Malaysia. Uh, uh, you probably noticed I've been on kind of a binge of curries, and partly I think it's the weather that we've been having because curries are so great to have when it's uh, when it's wild and cold outside, and uh, they're warming and they they fill the house with aromas. But uh, I think this might be the last curry for a little while because we're making some uh, making some some moves in the very near future. Uh, we are uh, Evelyn and I will be uh, in about ten days. We're going to be going down to Oaxaca, Mexico, and uh, we uh, we connected with a woman that I met at the Oakland Farmers Market, <clears throat> who uh, who is a uh, a top chef in Mexico City. Uh, she runs a cooking school in Mexico City. And she actually right now is uh, uh, putting together trips for professional chefs from around the world to visit Oaxaca and to study the cuisine there. Uh, uh, so when I heard that that's what she was up to, we reached out and she uh, connected us with a number of top chefs in Oaxaca. We'll be taking some cooking classes. Uh, we, uh, we've prearranged with the chefs that we're going to be working with that we want to uh, our cooking classes will focus on vegan dishes and uh, and little to no oil. So we'll see how that goes. But our intent really is to study the cuisine of Oaxaca and to look for opportunities to uh, to, to take traditional Oaxacan recipes and translate them into whole food plant-based recipes. 
So why Oaxaca? And I don't know how many people out there you know, know much about Oaxacan cuisine. Uh, it's, it really is kind of the heart of, uh, of Mexican cuisine as a whole. It's, in media, it's amazingly popular right now, but what connects me to it is kind of like a curry, the, uh, the moles of Oaxaca are the main driving force of their dishes. Uh, you know, you would go to a, to a restaurant and, you know, they would be serving their, uh, their mole negro. And just as a, as a side, they talk about what protein it came with. But, but really, the highly spiced uh, sauces that they're making, they're called, called uh, moles, are what drives the cuisine. Uh, I'm somewhat familiar with them, but uh, from what I've seen of how it's actually prepared in Oaxaca, it's incredibly exciting. And uh, we're expecting it to change quite a bit, including uh, a number of, uh, of new blends we're hoping coming up from it. So that's going to be coming up. <clears throat> but today we're going to be doing uh, the last in our string of curries. Uh, this is a spicy curry soup with, uh, with red lentils. It's a very, very hearty dish. Um, you can, uh, uh, you can just eat the soup uh, uh, right out of the pot the way it's made. I like to serve it over rice, which is what we're going to be doing today. And kind of a, a, a theme of uh, what I've been presenting uh, on these uh, Chef AJ live broadcasts, um, they're very easy and very fast to make. Uh, so uh, we're going to whip this one together quickly. Of course, I've done quite a bit of, of work in advance. But the key to this is any dish where it takes longer to create the dish than it does to cook a pot of rice, it's not really very useful. Um, I've already started the rice. In fact, in this case, my rice is almost done. But uh, first thing that I would do when I'm making, making this uh, soup is I would start the rice, and that kind of starts the clock. There are three main components that are going to come together to make the, uh, 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 to make the curry. Um, <clears throat> we're going to make a, uh, uh, make a quick emulsion of uh, tomato and coconut, coconut milk uh, and a couple of... Uh, 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 dried mejdul days, uh, dates, uh, just for sweetness. Um, we're going to make a, uh, uh, a little quick, uh, veggie broth, which, you know, pretty typical for me. And, uh, and then we're going to make the, uh, you know, the, the, the saute and those three elements all come together and they come together really very quickly. Um, to begin, I'm going to start, uh, with the veggie broth. In this case, uh, as with most, I'm going to be using, uh, uh, local spiceries, uh, uh, Spot of being bouillon. In this case, I need about two and a half cups of veggie broth. You know, if, you, if you're making a recipe that needs two and a half cups of veggie broth, and you go down to the store and you buy a quart, you're going to end up with a cup and a half. Nick, uh, Nick, 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 we yeah. can't hear you when you put your voice when you turn your head away and talk. Okay, give me just a second. I just need to get in a little bit of hot water here. That's two and a half cups of water. Uh, I'm going to put a tablespoon of butter bean bouillon in here to make uh, a quick veggie broth. And then we're going to make our uh, make our uh, our quick tomato and uh, uh, and coconut uh, in the blender. Part of the reason why I do this in the blender, you know, obviously <clears throat> you could use. Uh, 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 you know, crushed tomatoes, which would already be uh, uh, pureed, essentially. 
In this case, I'm just using some diced tomatoes, which is mostly what we keep around the house. And I can run it, if I run it through the blender, it's gonna puree it, puree it just, like the, uh, just like crushed tomatoes would be. But it gives me the opportunity to, uh, to run the dates through the blender uh, so that we won't have any chunks of date and the whole thing is, you know, going to be a, uh, you know, a, a smooth, silky kind of a, uh, a curry flavor, a curry feeling to it. This is just uh, straight uh, coconut milk. Uh, this is whole fat, but you can certainly get the, uh, the, the reduced fat. Um, there's no reason for it uh, to have to be whole fat. It's just what I happen to have in the, uh, in the blender, in the uh, pantry. And then a couple of measurable dates. Um, you know, these do come generally with a pit in, inside. You've got to pull the pits out. Really easy to do. And then they go in. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and quickly uh, extract the fish. It only takes a couple of minutes in the blender. And that's ready. And then we're into this, then we're ready to saute. Now, I've already uh, uh, chopped uh, a uh, medium-sized onion and, uh, and minced three cloves of garlic, which I've already uh, sauteed in this pan, sauteed, obviously. Uh, just with uh, uh, a little bit of uh, bada bing bouillon to, as a, as a, uh, to descale the pan. Uh, I'm just going to heat this up quickly so it'll get to about the temperature that it was when I was sauteing it. And one of the things is, uh, that, you know, it's, it's just kind of part of, part of my, uh, 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 my little ceremony when, I, uh, when I'm making a curry. I like to add the curry to the onions before you add any, uh, any uh, liquid. And the reason I do that is because it gives the chance for the, uh, for the spices in the curry to warm up and to release some aromatics. You get kind of a, uh, a, uh, a specific special flavor and aroma that, of, the, uh, of the spices being toasted if you do that. Uh, it, uh, I, I believe that it gives it a, a, a you know, richer flavor. Um, it could just be the way I've always done it, but I'm going to put the, uh, go ahead and throw the spice in there. And I also have some minced fresh ginger. The ginger, I take a chunk about two and a half inches, about that long. And uh, I, I peel it most as much as you can do without too much aggravation. And, uh, and then just finely mince it. Uh, I do like kind of little chunks of ginger. Um, it, I, I find it tends to add to the sweetness of the curry. This is a sweet curry. The, uh, the dish itself comes from Malaysia. Um, the curry mix that I'm using is local spicery, low cop curry. It's kind of my go-to these days. I've been using this pretty regularly for the last six months. Uh, <clears throat> so Bokop, well, that's South Africa. Why am I using uh, South African curry in a Malaysian dish? And uh, uh, Bokop is uh, actually a, uh, a neighborhood in uh, Cape Town, South Africa. And it's the area where the Malaysians live. And it's where all of the spices uh, come from. People that live in, uh, in Cape Town, if they need to go uh, get some, uh, some spices, they'll go to the Bokop area. Uh, it really is a, uh, a, um, a strongly Malaysian-influenced uh, uh, 
uh, curry, but you can use any curry powder that you happen to like. You know, I, I would do this with Vodavan. I would, you know, I would kind of lean towards those that are going to be intentionally uh, uh, sweetly aromatic. All right, so I got to the point where I was just getting, you know, uh, uh, insane uh, aromatics coming off of the spice to cool it off. I dumped the uh, uh, the mixture of the tomato and the uh, uh, coconut, uh, cool it down. Now we're going to heat this up just a little bit, just to the point when it starts to, uh, to, to drop some big bubbles, which it's doing right now. And I'm going to add this uh, two and a half cups of uh, bada bing bouillon. Uh, you know, if you don't have bada bing bouillon, you really could do this uh, using just water. Uh, the bada bing bouillon gives it tremendously greater depth uh, and it also uh, uh, works as a thickener. So you're going to get a, uh, uh, you know, a thicker, uh, you know, deeper flavor, flavored curry. Um, we're using red lentils. And where did I put, uh, I have a cup here, yeah. Three quarters of a cup of red lentils. And at this point, this dish is basically done. That's it. Uh, you can make this, this can be, uh, uh, you know, in, in between episodes of whatever you're uh, binge watching right now, run in the kitchen and pull this together and then let it simmer on the pot until the next episode's over. But that's a half cup, uh, uh, one, one and a half, give me a total of three quarters of a cup. And we just let it go in there. Now, at this point, all that's necessary is uh, to bring this uh, mixture to a boil. Once it starts to boil, I'll back it off to a simmer and uh, uh, let it simmer for about 25 minutes. Uh, just I'll let the uh, I'll let the texture of the uh, of the lentils be my guide when they're uh, at the point where where you like them. Some people like them a little more al dente. Uh, uh, and uh, at that point, you're done. Um, so rather than make you guys stand and watch, uh, watch me. Simmer my, uh, my curry. I have one here that I've already made. And let's just turn this off. <coughs> unplug this because of the, uh, the fan will keep running. Okay. And let me grab one more pot holder, show you what it looks like, and then we'll plate it. But it is, you know, the, it, the, uh, that uh, Bokop, in a lot of ways, very reminiscent of a Thai curry. I don't know if you can see that much through there, but it's got a beautiful, beautiful reddish orangish color. You can see the lentils in there. It's nice and thick. Like I said, you could serve this just like this. I like serving it over rice. Um, sometimes I'll put a, uh, a, a, a quick cashew cream on top just for just to break break it up, make it a little uh, a little bit different. Okay. So let's see. Let's get some rice. This is uh, this is brown rice, which is pretty much our go-to. I think it should be more traditional to use a. Uh, a white rice or a, uh, a jasmine rice. I'm just using this, uh, this coffee cup kind of as a mold. Put it down in the center. So I have a nice little mound of rice. And I'm gonna spoon the curry on top of it. 
That's curry in a hurry. It really is. I mean, you know, so many people think that curry is something that's terribly involved and, uh, and terribly difficult. I talk to a lot of people in the store that, uh, that just think it's something they don't want to get involved in. But, you know, it's one of those things that is so, it, it is so satisfying to eat and so quick to make. Uh, no reason not to kind of build in your regular repertoire um, some curry dishes. Let's see, I'm gonna need a paper towel just to clean that up a little bit. I'm gonna have a couple of questions, but first, Thank you, Angela, for Super Chat donation. Nick, the first question is from Cindy. I love coconut curry, but can't have saturated fat. Any suggestions? You know what Mary McDougall does is she just regular old almond milk or cashew milk and adds like a quarter teaspoon of coconut extract. And that's how she does her curries. I think it's a great idea. Um, can't have any, any, uh, any fats, huh? Um, well, definitely uh, you know, not. She said saturated fat. See, coconut, saturated. Is, coconut is saturated yeah. fat. So it's really not, saturated. It's the only yeah. one that is saturated of all the plant foods. Yeah. Um, you know, in this case, I, I like the coconut flavor. Um, really, uh, you could make this dish using just the uh, uh, just the, the veggie broth, and it would be a very nice dish. Um, you know, if you wanted to bring some fats in, you could... Uh, you know, almost anything you could, you could whip some, uh, some potato or some sweet potato, or you, you know, just, just to thicken it a little bit or, or uh, a lot of ways you could go with that, but uh, you know, uh, you could certainly do this dish without the coconut milk. It, it's got, it's, you know, it's, it's got the bottom being in it and it's got the lentils. So it'll be plenty thick. Yeah, it'll still be delicious. It'll still yeah. be delicious. And Stacy says she loves watching you. She made your African stew and it's delicious. And there's another viewer that says, I'm trying to order from local spiceries online store and I can't find salacious. Has it been taken off the market? No, it's just make sure you're spelling it right. Yeah, we, they're not uh, spelling it right. They're spelling yeah. it like the word salacious. It's S <laughs> yeah. We, we tried to be maybe a little bit too cute for that name, but yeah, S-E-L hyphen A-C-I-O-U-S. If you just do a search at S-E-L, you'll find it. Perfect. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yum. Yeah, any, anybody having trouble with the website, just give us a call, 530-763-5353, and uh, we're happy to help. We, we get several calls a day of people that uh, just need a little hand. Wow. Good. Well, thanks, Nick. And back to you, Thomas. Oh, wait, they want you to show your dish a little bit closer up yeah. if you can, if you can bring it closer to the camera and then talk about it so they can see it. So that's the dish. It really is very, very pretty and very uh, aromatic. If you can smell what it's like here. Uh, usually I do these things at 11 and this is, uh, I, we, we serve it to everyone for lunch. Uh, maybe we'll just have to have a brunch this morning. Yeah, sorry about that. The show usually is 11, guys, but uh, today something came up. I have to pick up somebody at the airport that's coming in to visit me for my birthday. So therefore, the show is early. Happy birthday, AJ. Well, thank you. I don't like getting older, but I guess, as my mother said, the alternative is worse. So uh, you, you're aging very well. You look uh, lovely. Well, thank you. That looks delicious. And back to you, <coughs> Thomas. And, and Nick, I got to say, I am so impressed with the dishes that you're 
making on these broadcasts because they're from all over the world as well as your spices and herbs are. So, you know, congratulations and popping down to Mexico. You are a world traveler and that's just fantastic. Good for you. Well, we, uh, you know, for a while there, we just were too busy to be able to get out and, uh, and try new things. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you had some of the same issues with, uh, with COVID and the collapse of the global supply chain, we were just fighting fires nonstop. But uh, at this point, we've got a really, really good dedicated staff that can keep things going, and we uh, we can reach out and uh, and get out in the community more, and get out, you know, looking at uh, new sources and uh, and new recipes, and hoping to do a lot more exciting things. I think you'll be seeing uh, quite a few things coming up. In fact, I'll just put this plug out there. I got two plugs to make. The first one is. In about two weeks, uh, we're going to be releasing a, uh, a groundbreaking new blend, uh, particularly for people that follow a plant-based diet, but it, it also has applic applications otherwise. I'm not going to say what it is, but people that have watched, uh, watched me with AJ have seen her uh, for the last two years push me on this one, and uh, I think we, we finally got it to the point where we really feel we've nailed it, and it's, it's going to be big, so... Uh, keep your eyes open. We'll put out a special newsletter in about two weeks to explain what it is and how to use it. And we'll be talking more about it. But the other thing I wanted to say is uh, if you want to order anything, uh, uh, it's best for you to go through Chef AJ's uh, portal, which is www.localspicery.com slash Chef AJ. Uh, by doing that, uh, it'll, it'll drop you right into AJ's uh, landing page, which gives you her favorite local spicery blends. It gives you a, uh, a, <coughs> a button you can push that'll bring you right to our landing page of exclusively SOS-free blends, uh, but it also automatically qualifies you for two free samples with, uh, with your order of SOS-free blends. And you can request, uh, if you're looking for something specific, just tell us what it is you want to taste. At least 90% of the time, we are able to give people what they ask for when they want to try something special. Thank you. Nice, nice. So now, um, before we finish our last dish here, uh, we often get asked by people who say, you know, I'd like to start, you know, start a business. And, uh, but what licenses do we need for that kind of thing? And it turns out that we have a, a processed food registration license. Nick, do you have a, a PFR for your facility? We do. We have a PFR and an organic PFR. There you are, good for you. And have you ever, we were asked, uh, when we were Trade Classique, we were making a, uh, a peanut saute sauce uh, and it used a uh, skippy chunky peanut. <clears throat> and with that, when we had an inspection for our facility and they saw that one of our uh, dressings used uh, chunky peanut butter, they said, we need you to have a cannery license. And uh, that means an inspector comes out to our facility every time we were going to make the dish, the, the dressing called Bangkok Memories with the peanut butter, they would have to watch us making that. 20 years ago, it was $250 an hour for an inspector to come out to our facility. It was a two hour minimum time that they had to be there so it cost us, it would cost us $500 every time an inspector came out to watch us make that one uh, dressing. 
And they said it averaged out that they were going to come to the facility at least 10 times. So it would be $5,000 and the cost of the license itself. And we just said, there's no way that we're going to do that. And we discontinued that product. And six months later, we discontinued the entire line of products uh, from the Trade Classic line and just went into the balsamics only. But that was the kick in the pants to say, nope, we're going to uh, uh, just to do the balsamics because they are one of the safest things uh, that you can use um, that are just not dangerous because they're so high in acidity. And like your herbs, Nick, you know, very safe things to use. So yeah. that's a good thing. Okay, so our last dish is a uh, coconut curry vegetable rice. The ingredients are uh, one onion chopped, a half a cup of red peppers chopped, a cup of carrots julienned, a half a cup of celery chopped, two cups of portobello mushrooms sliced, two cups of peas frozen or canned, a cup of kale chopped up, a tablespoon of curry balsamic, two tablespoons of coconut balsamic, and four cups of brown rice cooked. And optional was one cup of crushed unsweetened pineapple, which is a good thing. So the directions, super easy. Cook your rice, then in a half a cup of water, saute all the non-balsamic items, uh, all of the ingredients. Cook them until they're soft and the liquid is evaporated and as water is needed, of course. Reduce the heat and add the coconut and the curry balsamic Stir it in and serve it. And if you'd like an optional garnish with some raw collard greens. And here is the dish we made this morning with the fresh rice and the whole shebang. So that's a wonderful, easy dish. And I will say that the one cup of crushed pineapple was wonderful in it because uh, it just added that little extra sweetness with the savory of the onions and peppers and all the other ingredients and the coconut and the curry balsamic. Uh, it just made it a, a wonderful uh, you know, dish. So that's our third and final dish of the day. Well, that looks really good. Now, I will say that um, we're also, oh, we're also doing our, well, today's the 21st. So we've got another 10 days left of our March special. And if you go to californiabalsamic.com forward slash Chef AJ, you'll uh, be in our site and you can take advantage of the March special. So that's a really good thing to do. And oh, what's our flavor next month, Chef? Take a guess. Uh, okay, next month is April. So what is an April? It's going to be a savory flavor, not a fruity one. Well, I'm going to guess hmm, teriyaki. Teriyaki? Well, you're half right. <laughs> We're doing ginger, which is half of our teriyaki balsamic. All right, well, cool. Ginger. So we'll be doing ginger next month. So please, if you have a recipe using uh, the ginger balsamic, please send it to us. And like Kelly, you'll get two complimentary eight ounce bottles of your choice of balsamics for uh, sending in a recipe that we use on the air. And even if you don't have your recipe, sometimes we get six or seven recipes and we can only use three. 
we'll put all the recipes that are sent into us onto the recipe page of our website. And right now, I think that we're somewhere near 130, 140 recipes, all SOS free on the website right now. So that's exciting. That is great. Well, you're going to be able to come up with a book soon. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. And for anyone that's in the uh, Fresno uh, general area, we are going to go to Big Hat Days uh, in Clovis, which is right next to Fresno. My cousins happen to live in Clovis. So we, Ethel and I will go there and spend the weekend with the cousins and the kids will come and help us at our booth over the weekend. And it's the first and second of April in downtown Clovis at Big Hat Days. And don't forget to wear your big hat because it's pretty cute. Nice. So Ginger next month. So Nick, are you going to do something with Ginger? Probably not. Next month, we're going to be focusing on our new blend. And uh, I, I'm at least right now, I imagine I'm going to do something French, like a, a, a mushroom bourguignon. Uh, but we'll also be uh, making an, a, another couple of, you know, quick spice acts to explain how this new blend is going to work. Oh, nice. Hey, Connie wants to know, Nick, there are a couple of different curry spices on your website. So what's the difference between them? Wow. Um, and it, it kind of depends on how you uh, define curry. Uh, in, in Indian curries, we have a, a madras and a, a vadavan. Um, we also do a, 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 a blanking out on the word. Um, but the, between the madras and the vadavan, the madras is a more uh, savory curry driven with a stronger flavor of coriander and cumin. The, uh, 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 the Vodavan has a, a sweeter, more uh, aromatic flavor, higher, higher content of, uh, of cardamom uh, and, and you know, more of a citrusy sweet flavor. Uh, that's kind of the Indian. And then we have a couple of, uh, couple of uh, Moroccan curries. We, uh, we do uh, Ras El Hanou, which is the, uh, the more muscular traditional uh, uh, kind of a curry flavor. But then we also do one we call La Kama, which is a you know, kind of a, uh, a, a softer, more, uh, more floral, aromatic, uh, uh, kind of a curry. Um, you know, I kind of view those as, uh, as, you know, the, the primary offering of curries. Um, and it kind of depends on the flavor that you're trying to, trying to drive, you know, the, the Moroccan flavors tend to be driven by, uh, salon cinnamon, ginger and, uh, and turmeric and the Indian curries are going to have more, uh, uh, you know, more uh, uh, cumin and coriander driving. And of course, the Bokok, which I use today, which is South African slash Malaysian. Nice. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. This was always a lot of fun. Let's see if there's any more questions. Love the presentation, said Lisa. Glad we should able to watch. Next time when a chef holds the dish to the camera, please pause for five to seven seconds so we can really check it out. All right. Well, we will do that. And uh, thank you guys so much. Um, we'll see you next month or maybe I'll see you. Actually, I'll see you tomorrow, Nick. I'll see you tomorrow.
All right. Take care. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Nick. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. We just kicked off our fourth year with our first episode. So please do subscribe if you are not already a subscriber. Hit that notification bell. You'll know whenever I go live. I would really love to get to 200,000 subscribers if possible. And please come back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time for your prescription for wellness with the Lifestyle Docs. And they'll be talking about stress management. And we have a bonus show because it's my birthday tomorrow with two surprise guests. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.